stranger. He asked me what I wanted to be. He asked me what I wanted to be. Airborne Ranger. Yeah, there is a pretty big disconnect between what's happening on the ground and what's happening with the commander-in-chief. So you have this remarkable irony of this member of the Coast Guard, Zach Loesch, American hero, as so many members of our services are. And, and in the wake of Hurricane Ian, been nonstop out there saving lives. Southwest Florida. So you have President Biden makes a point of calling him up and thanking him personally for what he's doing to save lives. The irony, he's one of many. It's about to be discharged because he refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. It was interesting. Zach told Breitbart, said, if I had asked any of the people I saved yesterday, If they wanted to come with me, even though I'm unvaccinated, every single one of them would have said yes. Think about how stupid this is. I mean, we've known it's been stupid right along. And especially at this point where there's no efficacy. Well, where's the efficacy against prevention anyway with these stinking vaccines? Is the United States of America better or worse off with Zach Loesch being forced out? You know, the only thing I wish, and and I know that Zach is the bigger person here, and probably, in so many respects, the bigger person than me. I just wish, in a respectful way, he had put it in the president's face. Mr. President, thank you, but why then is it that you felt the need to fire me? To make Joe Biden have to account with an actual person that he's doing an incredible disservice to, let alone the country that he's doing an incredible disservice to by running people like Zach out of it. Just unreal. But that's not the only situation that's happening. No, there are all kinds of stories out there about mistreatment of those who serve this country in the name of the vaccine and the virus. Joining us, Corinne Clark, the co-founder of FreePressFail.com. What is it, what is it, what is it that, uh, that you found, Corinne, that goes uh, along with what we're just talking about there? Uh, I'm totally with you. I think this is completely stupid. It's the only word to describe it. I hate using that word, but I think it, it's the one that works here. Um, I have to thank President Biden, though. I don't usually do that, but I think he drew a lot of attention to this failure of his policies on accident with with the mistake with Zach. Like you said, he calls, he thanks him for rescuing people, and that is one of the guys that he is going to to fire basically because of a vaccine mandate for a vaccine that doesn't even work. Um, I think Zach hit the nail on the head when he said, you know, I didn't, nobody that I saved asked me if I was vaccinated. I don't think they cared. And that is exactly the attitude we should have towards our military. No one should be asking a soldier if they're vaccinated. You, you ask them a million, how strong are they? How capable what are they going to do under pressure? How are they going to serve this country? I think vaccination status, I don't even know anyone who would, would put that on the list of, of things you want in a, sol- in a soldier. Well, and, and this is, is twofold, right? So we're running people like Zach out of our services while we are importing whom? 
people that want to go along with pronouns and gender reassignment, whatever. I mean, we're we're playing that kind of woke, politically correct game. At the same time, we're getting rid of these people. That story can't go well. Oh, absolutely. I think that the only reason this vaccine mandate exists is exactly for the reason you're saying. It helps them weed out anyone who might resist the woke agenda. They want the military to be the next woke institution. And unfortunately, that that agenda has already infiltrated the military. Now they're just trying to take out all of the patriots that are still left in there. And this is just one of the ways they're doing it. I think uh, we know they're firing some people. They've they've let go of 1,700 people in the Army already. But I think a bigger problem is not uh, the people being fired, but the people who are refusing to reenlist because they don't want to deal with this. Well, no question. Uh, and you, you take a look at the impact over time. We have heard about, you know, all these discharges that are going to take place, but they still haven't happened yet. Where are we going to be, you know, given this kind of trajectory, say, six months from now, let alone what we're taking a look at with the geopolitical issues, given the vacuum of leadership that we have, where we have Little Rocket Man provocating pretty much every day. I believe alarms are just going off over Japan from the latest missile test that Kim Jong-un was involved in as we're taking a look at with China provocating with Taiwan as we're taking a look at the Russian invasion of Ukraine as we still have the mullahs chanting death to America as we are pleading to OPEC for oil. I mean, there's so many so many potential impacts associated with this policy that have yet to be felt but could in the not-so-distant. Absolutely. Put, Biden has put us in the absolutely worst position where we are weak everywhere and now we're trying to get rid of the men and women who would defend us if anyone took the opportunity to attack us under this weak leadership. But even domestically, so that's abroad, but even domestically, if we're losing our Coast Guard, just like uh, we mentioned with SAC, like who is going to rescue our people when natural disaster strikes, let alone when foreign enemies strike? So terrible all around domestically and uh, internationally to have a policy like this that favors the woke ideology over military readiness. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Well, Corinne, keep doing the good work, keep uh, spreading the message, and maybe common sense can return in the not-so-distant. We can hope. Yeah, Thanks sure enough. Me. Yeah, Corinne Clark, uh, again, co-founder of FreePressFail.com. Let's take a look at some of the news from around the state that impacts you. So gas prices, I've received um, you know a few inquiries from listeners that I think are a little bit confused about what's actually happened here. So just to kind of walk you back, Friday was the last day that the state sales tax on gas was being imposed. So it is 25.3 cents during the month of October. So starting Saturday through the 31st, that is no longer collected when you go to the gas station. All right, so all things being even, your your gas should be 25 cents cheaper than it would have been. Okay, so that's what's happening. Which, given that there's some confusion about it right now, i got to imagine on November 1st, there's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people. What the just happened? So anyway, here's the deal. Gas prices are four cents lower statewide today than yesterday. Average price now checking in at 3.18 per gallon, or 21 cents lower than a week ago at this time due to that October suspension of Florida's sales tax on gas. So as some people have said, I thought gas prices were going up nationally. They are. Independent 
of Florida's gas tax collection, the price per gallon would be four cents higher today than a week ago. Speaking of various different trends about COVID, yes, it is likely due to the impact of Hurricane Ian, but uh, Florida did actually report 900 new cases of COVID yesterday. Happened to be the fewest reported in a single day since May 25th of 2020, the very early months of the pandemic. Watch that one. I mean, we had that very low trend prior to the impact of, of Ian. Hopefully it just stays down. Florida's Office of Insurance Regulation already has reported over 222,000 property insurance claims have been filed in the wake of Hurricane Ian's destruction. Estimated value of the claims already over $1.6 billion, and those figures exclude uh, federal flood insurance filings. Starting yesterday, the state began operating the insurance villages, which are the one-stop shops for victims to be able to access federal assistance in addition to receiving initial insurance payments while form for the whole formal insurance adjustment process can can be undertaken. And the death toll due to in just in our state has risen to 101 people, over half of which were in Lee County. By the way, the overall power outages, you know, they topped two and a half million at the peak. They have fallen below 500,000 as of this morning. It's about a 200,000 home improvement over yesterday all right coming up we'll have will in a trending story we're going to take a look at what's going on at the border the news cycle continues to change but the situation at the border is actually continuing to get worse we'll discuss next here on the brian mudd show news radio 610 wiod 